Happy Friday! Paige Browning here from the KUOW Newsroom in Seattle with a roundup of today's top stories. It's Friday, February 2nd. Three weeks of delays are coming to a close for Seattle area light rail riders. The end is nigh for track replacement work on the one line. Sound Transit spokesperson John Gallagher says the agency knew the disruptions would be tough for passengers. As time went on, I think people got more accustomed to what the issues were going to be like. I wouldn't say that it got any easier, but I think folks were really good about adapting and folks were really good about being patient. Gallagher says the worst of it was this past Monday when an electrical failure shut down ventilation fans in the Westlake Station Tunnel. That led to what he calls four-seat rides, changing trains and buses multiple times for many riders. The last leg of the project will shut down five downtown area stations again this weekend. Regular service is set to resume early Monday morning. The Seattle Police Department is apologizing as an organization to the LGBTQ community. Last weekend, police, along with liquor and cannabis board officials, made unannounced inspections of Seattle bars, four of which cater to LGBTQ clients. And those bars felt they were raided and patrons were alarmed. SPD said in a statement today, it is mindful of the fractured history between SPD and the LGBTQ plus community and is working to rebuild trust, but fell short of its commitment. The state, meanwhile, has suspended these types of lewd conduct inspections for now. snowboard race was just called off. This type of news note doesn't usually make our show, I know, but this one sinks deep. The Mount Baker ski area is canceling its legendary banked slalom because there is not enough snow. It's been melting off since the unprecedented warm weather last week and the series of atmospheric rivers. CEO Gwen Howitt broke the news from the blustery course in a Mount Baker ski area video. So we've lost uh, about 14 inches of snow base since Sunday. We've had over three inches of rain. And Mount Baker, as boarders are aware, is known for its historically deep snow. The annual snowboard race was supposed to be next weekend. It was also canceled in 2005 and 2015 because of similarly poor conditions. Graffiti crackdowns are coming back to Seattle. The Seattle city attorney says a new court ruling today has cleared the way for the city to enforce graffiti crimes again. Amy Radel has more. Last June, U.S. District Judge Marsha Peckman ruled in favor of four people who challenged Seattle's property destruction ordinance. They'd been arrested for writing anti-police slogans in chalk and charcoal on public property. Peckman prohibited enforcement of the anti-graffiti provisions, saying they were too broad and raised free speech concerns. But now a three-judge panel with the Ninth Circuit Court of Appeals has struck down that injunction. The ruling says Peckman's concerns were overly hypothetical and did not outweigh the many legitimate applications of the anti-graffiti law. City attorney Ann Davison calls the decision an important victory and says graffiti is a massive problem that costs Seattle millions of dollars to address. Amy Radel, KUOW News. A group 
of high schoolers is behind one of the bills in this Washington legislative session. It's about Narcan, the overdose reversal drug. Students in an AP government course are pushing for it to be available in more schools. The drug is currently available in large public high schools, but Sophia Limbaris, a senior at Lake Washington High School, says she and her classmates found all children are potentially at risk for coming into contact with opioids like fentanyl. With our legislation, we also proposed to require Narcan in all elementary and middle schools to ensure that all students are protected. Senate Bill 5804 would make the drug available in all public schools, charter schools, and state tribal compact schools. The bill's been passed out of one committee thus far. The city of Linwood will pay a fine of more than half a million dollars after years of Clean Air Act violations from its sewage incinerator. Nathan McDonald is a public affairs manager for the city. He says the incinerator can no longer perform as efficiently, which has affected another piece of equipment that washes particulates out of the air to treat emissions. We made a concerted effort to bring our plant back into compliance. You know, it's always a challenge uh, to do that at times with varying standards, air quality standards. So we were making a concerted effort to address this. And unfortunately, we landed where we landed. The EPA ordered the city to come into compliance by May 31st. To do that, the city has elected to decommission the incinerator. McDonald says the city worked with scientists and the EPA to test and investigate these issues over the years. And he says the violations were not in any way a result of negligence by the staff. The Seattle Art Museum is going to remove five Native American cultural items from display, according to the Seattle Times. The items are of Clinkett origin, according to the museum, coming from indigenous communities in what is now Alaska. And a new federal law just kicked in that bars museums from displaying sacred objects without consent from tribes. These objects include three headdresses, a dagger, and a staff. Happy Year of the Dragon! The Lunar New Year kicks off on February 10th, but the celebrations start in full this weekend in Seattle. The Wing Luke Museum's holding a lion dance and then a New Year fair. There's a festival at Seattle Center and one at Bellevue Square. Wishing you wealth and prosperity. And finally today, some big, big news for soccer fans is coming on Sunday. That is when FIFA will announce how many matches will be played in Seattle during the 2026 World Cup. Seattle's expected to host between four and six matches at Lumen Field. The location of the opening matches and World Cup final will also be revealed on Sunday. And that's a wrap from the KUOW Newsroom in Seattle. Our producer is Andy Hurst, and I'm Paige Browning. We'll be back on Monday with another episode. Have a great weekend.